Hi. How are you? Not too bad, and yourself? With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's Give the Small Talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 35 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today is going to be a very special episode. As you know, in the past, we've talked about maintaining relationships. We've talked about how to love again. We've talked about loving yourself. And we even talked about loving accordingly. Well, today is going to be another one that will tug on your heartstrings. But it also may very well touch a sore spot for some. Because today, we'll be talking about falling out of love. Falling out of love can be very exhausting, grueling, and most of all, unfair. Because hearts don't break even. We'll be discussing the ugly road and all the telltale signs along the way. Falling out of love sucks for many reasons, many obvious reasons, and we'll be touching on that too. Lastly, we're going to take a look at love itself, a nice long deep stare into its eyes and decide if we should stay or leave. You know, Falling out of love is so common that sometimes I wonder to myself if it's inevitable. But you know what? Before we dive deep into that, first, let's talk about the podcast. If you would like to support this podcast, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is to simply text this episode link to one person in your phone. If you know someone who's currently going through it and someone that may benefit from this episode, whether it's from intrigue or for advice, then please feel free to text this episode link to one person in your phone. Okay, I deeply appreciate it. All right, let's jump into our first segment. Score. Goal season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. You know, today I would like to just take a minute to talk, talk to everyone out there who is currently striving and working and stepping towards their dreams, their aspirations, their goals. I want to take the time out to let you know that it's okay. Not every day is going to be productive. Not every day you're going to be able to give your all or the best of your ability. And for numerous factors, numerous factors, 
sometimes just too much is happening in life where you don't have any time for yourself. It's literally the last thing on your mind is to invest in your future or to invest in your dreams or your aspirations or your goals. That happens. I know that does. And I understand that you're human. I understand that you get tired. I understand. But I also want to let you know that those days will always exist. So the next time you have a day or a week where you just couldn't seem to find time for yourself. I want you to try a little bit harder to try make time for yourself. I want you to try a little bit harder to work and invest in your future. Whether it's sacrificing sleep, whether it's sacrificing Netflix, whether it's sacrificing the playoffs. Your dreams cannot wait. They need you each and every day. Because only you can make those specific dreams come true. I want you to know that. That whatever you desire to achieve, you are the only one that can make it come true. No one else. So I want you to wear that as a sense of responsibility, not a burden. I want you to wear that as an honor. I want you to know that you are necessary. You are important. Don't forget about your dreams. Don't give up on your dreams. Life isn't always going to be easy and time isn't always going to be accessible. But it's your job, your job to figure it out. And I believe in you and I know that you will. Okay. All right. With that being said, let's go ahead and dive into our main topic. First and foremost, I'm sure that we can all agree that a sensitive subject like this must be spoken from experience and not from imagination. The sun may be shining now, but I've endured a fair share of rain to know how it feels when it pours. Life lessons are meant to last a lifetime. With that being said, hop in. Let's go for a ride. For all my people who are currently going through it right now, I want you to know that one day the pain will subside. Okay. You know... It's all good and well until one day it isn't. And for many people, we don't even notice the first sign. Mainly because we're so caught up in our routine. Life doesn't stop. Personally, I know that was the case for me. Once again, we're speaking from experience. 
not from imagination. I'll be the first to admit that I do enjoy a nice routine, mainly because I value stability. It's very high on my list. But it's that same routine that I cherish that also blinded me. Here's what I mean by that. When things start to get stale in a relationship, I'm going to say that again. When things start to get stale in a relationship, such as the redundant text message conversations, you know, the ones where you discuss all the usual, like who's picking the child up today, what's for dinner, what bill is due up next, or how much you can't stand your job or the people at it. Like I said, all the ordinary adult parent stuff. But here's the thing. When you two started dating, whether it was 10 years ago or a year ago, the text messages had a bit more flavor to them. Such as this. How you two shared your aspirations, your dreams, your goals, what you wanted to do in life, what you wanted to accomplish. Or that intriguing sexting convo in the middle of the day that helped you get through the rest of your shift because you couldn't wait to turn those words into action later on that night. Or what your next date night would be, even though. Y'all just went out last weekend. See, I learned the moment you two stop looking ahead is the exact moment you two stop moving forward. I'm going to say that one more time for the people who could relate right now in this moment. The moment you two stop looking ahead is the exact moment you two stop Moving forward. And if you know your science, nothing remains still. You two are either going to grow together or you two are going to slowly start growing apart. And that was the case for me and my experience. Once the conversations in your relationship become stagnant, in most cases, the sex eventually does too. See, I'm a firm believer that great conversations lead to amazing sex. A stimulated mind electrifies the body. But we'll go into depth on that in another episode. Right now, let's get back on road. So the conversations are dull. As a result, the sex isn't as exciting. To the point it's starting to feel like a routine itself. That urge used to have to go the extra mile has waned. Now, all you want to do is get yours, then get to your side of the bed. Can anybody relate to that? Has anybody ever felt like that before? Now, guys, here's where it gets real. At this point, you may not even realize it, but your relationship is more vulnerable now than it's ever been before. Here's what I mean. 
Ladies, that guy who always flirts with you at your job, one day you unknowingly start to give him a little more attention than usual. And maybe y'all end up having an intriguing conversation at work and he asks us to continue it by asking for your phone number. And you just so happen to be in the mood to give it out. Or fellas, that ex-friend with benefits just posted a crazy picture on Instagram. And now all of a sudden you reminiscing and you say to hell with it. And you slide that smirk into her DMs ready for whatever her reply may be. And you constantly checking back to see if she's seen it yet. See, the problem here is once you open up that door, ladies and gentlemen, to text messages and DMs, you just don't know what you're going to get out of it. The convo with the guy from work is steadily flowing. Now you have a new text buddy, which may end up into a work boo. I know I'm not the only one who's seen that with their own eyes before. Let's not be naive. Or to the fellas, you get a response you wasn't expecting in the DM. And your old friend with benefits asks you, where you been, stranger? It's a slippery slope. Very slippery. Because once your man gets with that you're texting another man, not only is he going to be mad as hell, but he's also going to use that to justify his conversation in his DMs. And now y'all are trying to one up each other. Now there's a competition. You know, that's one of the worst things you can have in your relationship is to battle the one you quote unquote love. Listen, I'm speaking from experience. I'm not speaking from imagination. You don't want to be in competition with your spouse, with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend. You don't want to do that. Nothing good comes out of that. And you know what I'm talking about. So so let's please not be naive. Because what tends to happen, in some cases, not all. You got to remember, I never speak in absolute. But in some cases, you ever heard the phrase, you do you and I do me? You ever said that to somebody before? I know I have. Now comes the ugly part. The tension between you two is high. There's a wall in the middle of y'all bed. Pride is preventing y'all from having a decent conversation without y'all yelling at one another or name calling one another. And in some households, I'm just going to go ahead and say it because we're being honest right now, getting physical with each other. I hate to say it, but I truly believe that domestic violence happens way more than it doesn't. Unfortunately, I really believe that. 
So now you're in a toxic relationship. And every day is something else. Every day there's a new problem. And you, neither one of you feel like you guys are catching a break. Lord behold, don't let there be children involved because that only complicates things even more. See, now you're speeding down this ugly road and neither one of you are wearing seatbelts. The I love you's have become, I wish I never met you. And any other hurtful thing you can say just so they can feel the hurt you're feeling inside. A growing pain begins to knot in your stomach. The knot begins to grow so large that it begins to tighten around your heart. This, my friend, unfortunately, is the pain of falling out of love, tumbling downhill with no breaks. You know, when you guys no longer take each other's feelings into consideration, when you no longer care to see that other person cry. Like I said from the beginning, falling out of love sucks. Talk about a fall from grace, huh? Not only are you afraid of what your family is going to say, you know, all their wise words and unwarranted advice, but you're afraid of what your friends and your coworkers are going to say, the murmurs, the gossip. But on top of that, you're afraid of what social media is going to think when they no longer see new holiday pictures posted of you too. You know, it's easy to put two and two together. Falling out of love is by far one of the most difficult things to cope with. I'll be honest with you. But when you find a little bit of clarity in your head, not your heart, In your head, I want you to ask yourself, is this grief? Yes, I use the word grief because that's the severity of the situation. Ask yourself, is this grief worth the headache? Is this grief worth the heartache? If the answer is no, then it's best that you leave. And when you walk away, I want you to walk away with your head up, okay? Because you're not a failure. Even though you may feel like one, you're not. See, you were brave enough to take a chance at the most riskiest thing in the world, which is love. There's nothing more risky than love, and nobody can tell me otherwise. There are no guarantees in love. It doesn't matter if there's a wedding ring involved. It doesn't matter if there's a child involved. It doesn't matter if there's a house involved. Nothing can guarantee that two people will be compatible for a lifetime. Nothing. 
See, the truth is many people will enter your life for a reason. And most of them will remain for a season or two. But only a handful. Maybe. Will be there for a lifetime. So don't feel bad. Love has never been fair. Yet we can't help but to continue playing its game. Like I said. If you're currently falling out of love. This this episode may hit a sore spot. And I understand. I absolutely understand why. But that's okay. That's okay. Because we're here to talk about it. Okay. And from here, I want you to make the decision that is best for you. If you feel like there is hope between the two of you, then my advice to the both of you is to begin working on where it all went wrong. And majority of the time, that's communication. Start there. Start with the conversation. And build on top of that. Okay. You guys talk it out. And hopefully it will work out. I send you my best. All right. With that being said. Let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. Treats everyone. Get your treats. As you know. Each and every episode. I recommend something to read. Something to watch and something to do. Let's start with something to watch. What I recommend that you watch is a brand new movie to Netflix titled Pieces of a Woman. I know you guys probably seen the thumbnail. I know you've probably seen it. It is starring Vanessa Kirby alongside Shia LaBeouf. You know, I really enjoyed this movie, but I won't lie to you. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. The movie is very moving. It's very touching because it touches on a subject that none of us ever want to think about. It touches on a subject that we wish will never occur. Not even on our worst enemies. The movie's about a couple that loses their newborn at birth and uh, the effects that it has on them afterwards is very tough guys it felt very authentic I can see why the both of them ended up acting the way they did after the terrible terrible unfortunate uh, passing of the child check it out for yourself the acting is superb. And once again, just, just watching it, just watching it was, uh, was very moving. You guys check it out. Pieces of a woman. Pieces of a woman. I, I hope you can hear in my voice the, the weight that this movie carry. So when you go into it watching it, just, uh, just, uh, be prepared. Be prepared because it is heavy. Very heavy. Okay. Now for something to read. You know what, guys? I am almost done reading The Vanishing Half, which is very good, by the way. 
And I hope you picked it up and started reading it along with me. What I would like to do is give you a head start on the next book I'm going to read. I want you to start reading Recursion by Blake Crouch. This is my next book. Remember, I'm on the quest to read 25 books in one year. Right now, I'm on number five with The Vanishing Half. And this will be number six. I'm looking forward to start this in a couple of days. Once again, this is Recursion by Blake Crouch. I want to read the blurb to you. Aaliyah and Alicia got this book for me on Christmas. And as soon as I read the blurb, I was like, wow, I can't wait to get to this. Okay, here we are. Reality is broken. At first, it looks like a disease, an epidemic that spreads through no known means, driving its victims mad with memories of a life they never lived. But the force that's sweeping the world is no pathogen. It's just a first shockwave unleashed by a stunning discovery. And what's in jeopardy is not our minds, but the very fabric of time itself. In New York City, Detective Barry Sutton is closing in on the truth. And in a remote laboratory, neuroscientist Helena Smith is unaware that she alone holds the key to this mystery and the tools for fighting back. Together, Barry and Helena will have to confront their enemy before they and the world are trapped in a loop of ever-growing chaos. Once again, that is Recursion by Blake Crouch. Guys, this is going to be amazing. I love it. I can't wait to get to it. New York Times bestseller. You guys pick it up, get started, and I will catch up to you. All right, now for something to do. What I would like for you to do is light a candle, a a lovely scented candle, whatever you like. Amber, lavender, mint, apple cider. Whatever it is, choose one of your most lavish, lovely scented candles in your home and just light it. Just light it. And if you want, read a book while sitting next to it. Or play some music. Or take a bath. Whatever it is. I want you to just light a candle. Light a candle and let that lovely scent sweep all throughout your home. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy the scent. That's all I want you to do. Just relax and enjoy the scent. Okay? All right. Now, if you enjoy this podcast then please, by all means, simply text this episode to one person in your phone to help this podcast continue growing. I know some people have been doing so. The numbers have been increasing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And continue to do so. Please, let's help this podcast reach its fullest potential. Okay? I can't do it alone. I need you. Once again, thank you. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this question. What is a deal breaker for you in a relationship? Thank you.